Lawrence. You've been hearing on Live 95 News across the morning and we were chatting about at the start of this morning's Limerick today, the Minister for Justice has granted a controversial application by convicted killer Logan Jackson, moving him from Limerick Prison to a UK jail near his family. The decision was confirmed yesterday, despite the victim's mother, Tracy Tully, pleading with the minister to keep Jackson in an Irish jail for the remainder of his sentence. Uh, Miss Tully is mother of champion Irish boxer Kevin Sheehan, who was just 20. He was targeted by Jackson in an unprovoked killing. And she said she was sick to her stomach after hearing the news. And Tracy Tully has talked to us on the show previously about the trauma of all of this. Um, it's a struggle every day, every single day, Joe. Um, um, we're just completely re-traumatised all over again. Bringing the trial, it's like um, catapulting you backwards, you know, instead of being able to go forward a little bit, you know. So, like, every day it's one day at a time, like, at the moment. Like, there's a big... Like, no one will ever understand or ever should have to understand this feeling, this the pain that my family are going through and that I am going through and it's not sympathy I'm looking for at all. I'm looking for empathy, just to know, just in the knowing how it feels, you know, to wake up. I cry, I scream into my pillow every morning, Joe, for the last, coming up on three years now. Um, I cry down the phone to my sisters every morning. That's a, an everyday occurrence now in my life, like. Really? Yes, Joe. Yeah, my heart is broken, like. My son has no privileges, Joe. I have no privileges. I don't understand how they made this decision without considering the families or even just even our grief a little bit. I never wanted to hear his name as long as I lived and now I, it's just everywhere. Um, Logan Jackson. Um, I, it's of no comfort to me ever. That is Tracy Tully there and her solicitor and Logan Jacksons were each informed yesterday evening in an email sent from the office of the chief state solicitor that the Minister for Justice had granted Jackson's transfer request which the killer brought under the European Convention on Human Rights. And you'll remember that Kevin Sheehy, a five-time national boxing champion who was earmarked as a future Olympian, died after he was repeatedly run over by Jackson who was driving a 4 by 4 vehicle at Hyde Road in Limerick in July 2019. And uh, <coughs> yesterday evening, uh, Ms Tully uh, told journalist David Raleigh that uh, she had not been notified that the minister was deciding the matter and had understood that it might be dealt with in a number of years. She said, I wasn't notified. This is like the day my son was murdered all over again. I'm heartbroken. And Limerick Fianna Fáil TD Willie O'Dea is with us. He's been involved uh, in this uh, situation in recent months. And uh, good morning to you. Morning, um, so <clears throat> why do you think this decision was made by the Minister ultimately? Well, first of all, I haven't seen the letter. Apparently a letter was sent out explaining the reasons. Now, um, I talking to certain sources, they indicated to me what, probably was in the letter or what maybe is in the letter. Uh, but to say that to say that I'm disappointed and shocked by this would be an understatement, quite frankly, because if you look at what happened here, first of all, the circumstances of the murder were particularly horrendous and cruel. Uh, secondly, Jackson, within, within a few weeks of being sentenced, he applied for a transfer to the UK, which was granted immediately. 
the government, the minister wanted to go ahead without any consultation, whatever with the family. We were told that the family should have joined the victim support group as if that would be the first thing in their mind at a time like this. And that was Spurious excuse offered for not consulting the family. Uh, so the, I, I spoke to the minister about this. I spoke to the Dintishuk about it. And there was seemed to be a determination to go ahead and, and facilitate Mr. Jackson. Then the the Tully family engaged a legal counsel. They took a, they had a number of hearings in the High Court, you know, about their right to be consulted. Uh, they incurred the the risk of being literally bankrupted because of these hearings. Now, ultimately, the only good thing that's coming out of this is that the state agreed to pay their costs, uh, which is the least I think they could be they could be expected to do. Uh, then the, the, there was an agreement between the legal representatives on both sides that the, 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 the transfer would be withdrawn and the family were entitled to make submissions to the minister. Now, I assumed, and I think any rational, sane person would assume, uh, that in view of the trauma suffered by the family and in view of the type of representations which were very heartrending, which they made to the minister, that this thing, this would not have happened or at least wouldn't have happened this quickly. Uh, so it's a ball from the blue to me that the government without any advance notice to anybody that they were even considering, reconsidering the matter now have gone ahead and made the decision. Uh, and to and, and from Jackson. your sources, do you understand <clears throat> why? What are the grounds well, for it? Well, somebody somebody suggested to me uh, last night, sources which I obviously I can't reveal, that, um, that, 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 and I say this now in the absence of seeing the letter, that they said that they were compelled to do so under the European Convention on Human Rights. Now, that is false. I, I say that without any hesitation. And as a lawyer, I say that's false because my understanding of the European Convention on Human Rights is that any prisoner, uh, you know, who's a native of one country who commits a crime in another country and is sentenced, they're entitled to ask to be transferred back. But they have no uh, standing entitlement to be transferred back. So, Is it your understanding uh, that the family had made submissions... Yes, yeah, my fa- yes. They were given the opportunity to make submissions, and 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 they made submissions, and uh, those submissions have been cast aside. So, I mean, it would appear to me, you know, looking at the thing as a totality, that when the depart- when the minister's uh, legal team agreed, made that agreement, on condition that the case be withdrawn, that they were simply going to tick a box, say, look, you know, okay, you can make your representations. We're going to listen to you, but we're going to go ahead anyway. It seems to me that that this is a decision which is not in my view, based on the law. I think it's based on the convenience of the prison system. Uh, it's for the convenience of the prison system, which apparently is not able to uh, maintain or contain Mr. Jackson. Uh, Mr. Jackson, Mr. Jackson, um, uh, I understand that there is a threat to his life. Uh, so, so you know... Do, do, do you know uh, if he has in fact been transferred yet? I don't know that. I put a call through to the governor of Limerick Prison this morning and I, I was checking my phone there just before I spoke to you to see had there been a return call. There hasn't been a return call yet, but that's the first thing I've got to and, ascertain. And is there anything the family uh, can do, the family of Kevin Sheehy now? Well, I, I don't know. It depends. I suppose he may have been transferred already, in which case there's very little anybody can do. Uh, I, as I say, I don't know. I'm waiting for a reply back from the governor. I spoke to Tracy Tully last night and I took that I would ring the prison first thing this morning, which I did. And as soon as I got information as to the look of the whereabouts of Mr. Jackson, I would let her know. But to come back to the point I was making before, before that last exchange, 
Mr. Mr. Jackson, of course, he, he has a right. He, if there's a death threat to him, that that requires the prison to do a certain things that to keep him in solitary confinement or whatever, which, of course, is awkward and costly for the prison. Now, I suppose he's entitled to his right to life, even though he's shown scant regard for the right to life of others. Uh, also, he's suffering from a disability, as I understand it, which necessitates various trips to hospital. All this is inconvenient for the prison service here in this country, but that should not be the determining consideration. And briefly on one other subject, we played in full Minister Niall Collins' statement to the Dáil, which happened yesterday evening. Are you satisfied with that statement and do you think that it draws the matter to a close? Absolutely. I mean, my understanding of the planning regulations back in 2000 when Niall, before he went into politics, applied for planning permission, that what he did was perfectly in conformity, conformity with those regulations. I think the matter has been has been put to bed and that, you know, we move on from there. I mean, he's acted perfectly correctly. He's no case to answer. As far as I'm concerned, the matter is closed. Fianna Fáil, Limerick City, TD, Willie O'Dea, thank you for your time. Your views. Your news. Your-